right, here we go. Teeny, get ready. All those letters are pouring in because it's the John Curley, Sherry Elliger Show, and you're coming along for the ride as well. Don't forget, you can be a big part of the show by following us on our Instagram page, Sherry. It's the John and Sherry and the spelling of Sherry because she's so special and so unusual. S-H-A-R-I. And by the way, if you're writing her letter, the above the eye is a heart or a smiley face. We'll take either one of them. I do not get it. All right, teeny. It's pretty simple. God. She's in trouble. All right, Sherry. Okay. Here we go. Diving into the news! All right. Big news. Kansas City shooting there. Not a mass shooting. It's not a mass shooting. These are people. Apparently, we have sound on. I guess there's some story on it. Yeah. Um, here's the. Of course, you. Your crowd of a million people, you're celebrating the Super Bowl. Here's how it started. Apparently, some guy said to the guy, what are you looking at? What are you looking at me for? What are you looking at? And that's enough reason to pull out guns. They pull out the backpacks and start shooting one another. And, of course, bullets are going all over the place. Um, and kill one woman, injure, I think, seven others. I don't know what state they're in. Some might have been released from the hospital. But altogether, uh, bullets flying all over the place there. We have a million people. It is amazing more people were not killed, right? That's the, that's this sort of strange thing. When you look at these um, statistics and two people that just didn't like the way they were looking at one another end up pulling out guns and shooting. So is there more news on it? I guess we hit it at the yeah, top of the hour, little, right? A little bit. I mean, they originally had arrested two juveniles because they had guns and they just – it had a lesser charge, and people were wondering, well, where's the murder charge? Well, come to find out it was actually two adults that got into a, an argument during this time, and they charged both of them with second-degree murder, but they were able uh-huh. to determine which gun had the bullet that, that killed the woman. Mm-hmm. And so now they're both in custody. I think they've got a million-dollar bond, so hopefully they won't be able to, to get out. Um, but but they've got a, a list of charges that are that have been brought against them, and then mm. this guy claims that. By the way, before we get into this guy, so in Seattle we had a similar situation in 2020. Uh, two guys come out of a McDonald's. Uh, they were both like, somehow involved in gangs or something. They fired off a bunch of weapons. I mean, fired off a bunch of rounds. They seven people, one person killed. So very similar to the situation. They go before the judge, and the jury finds the first one of the shooters not guilty because it was self-defense. It's like, uh, uh, huh? So he's, bye-bye. He's, he's out. The other guy, they sent him home on, you know, with the ankle bracelet, and then they found out to his grandmother who's going to take care of him. Then they found out, oh, he got other guns, Kirkland had They bring that guy in. Now, he's, then he served three years. So they charge that guy, and I think he's going to do I'm trying to see how much time. They, they, they charge him on the 16th of June, uh, 2023. Preliminary calculations, uh, Tolver faces a standard sentencing of a little, get this, murder, not intentional, right, second degree, didn't try to shoot this one person, just happened to get hit. So he gets uh, a little over three years uh, to four and a half years, but because of second degree manslaughter is not considered a, oh my God, second degree manslaughter is not considered a serious violent offense. He's entitled to one third of his sentence, which means with credit time, he's already served. He's unlikely to be sent to prison. So those guys in Kansas, man, too bad you didn't kill somebody in Seattle. 
because you could have said, well, self-defense, you would have been able to walk or you would have gotten time served. So you, you inadvertently take a life of somebody as that person in Kansas City, the woman that died, the DJ. She's gone. But in Seattle, if you did three years, then you get out. You wouldn't serve any time. Too bad you're not in Seattle. I don't know what they'll do in Kansas. Um, we'll see. They've now been charged. I, I assume it's going to be second degree or something like that. Plus, you know, they've got weapons. One guy has a, well, imagine this. He had a stolen gun. Um, the, the sad, weird part of the story. Remember the photo we all saw in the video we all saw? The guy sitting on the curb, hands behind his back in the red sort of, uh, you know, sweatsuit. I was like, geez, look at that's the guy that shot people. Well, it turns out. He's now trying to clear his You've name. You've probably seen photos of officers detaining a man after the shooting at the Chiefs rally on Wednesday. Posts with the pictures have spread online, with captions claiming that man as one of the gunmen. But that's not the case. And I just want to clear my name that I had nothing to do with anything. The man in the photos is Denton Loudermill. He's an Olathe native, a father of three, and a proud Chiefs fan. He's not a mass shooter. I was just enjoying myself like everybody else. Mr. Denton was wrongly identified as being the mass shooter at the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Lorana Lassiter Saunders is advocating on his behalf. She says officers detained him for being intoxicated and not moving from the crime scene. Mr. Denton had uh, several drinks, but so did a half million other people, including some of the Chiefs players. It's not a crime. It doesn't make you a mass shooter. She says officers eventually let him go without a citation or an official arrest. But the narrative online has painted a different picture and put mm. his life in danger. Because Mr. Denton has received death threats over a lie, over misinformation. He didn't do anything wrong. He did not commit a crime. So please run tell that. Get the truth out there. Help us clear his name. Help us save his life. They want to fix the narrative and to keep the attention on getting truth and justice for the victims of the shooting. In Olathe, Peyton Headley, KMBC 9 News. Yeah. Okay, Sherry, let's play uh, PR recovery. What would you do if you were giving this guy advice? I mean, there's not a whole lot that he can do. I mean, I, I suppose a lawsuit is on its way because they'll say that he was, if he was truly misidentified by an authority, that's one thing. If people just made that assumption because they saw him sitting on the ground with handcuffs that that was him, that's a totally different thing because he was detained and he was detained for drinking. Even though he never got charged, there was something going on. And there's absolutely no expectation of privacy when you're in a public place. So right. if you're sitting there in public with your hands behind your back, somebody can take your picture. Yes. Um, but I, I, I don't think this is going to, I, I don't think this is going to be something that's going to last for a long time. I think he should do what he's doing and, you know, there's not much else he can do. I mean, he could, he should go to the media, get as much exposure as he can, there explain that this wasn't there him. There you go. And, and let anybody that wants to talk to him, talk to him. Okay. Right. And here's how you get it. You ready? Mm -hmm. You want to talk to 6.8 million people all at once? Okay. You contact Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, or Kelsey. And you, you have the attorney call their attorneys or their PR. And you say, this is the guy that everybody thinks 
shot those people. This is a good guy, you know, whatever his story is. He's got two kids. He loves the Chiefs. He goes to every game, blah, 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 blah. He works here. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. You get one of those guys, Mahomes, with all of the people that follow him on Instagram. Maybe he even appears in a reel with him. And he says, guys, this is not the guy. Let's pray for the people that are still injured and the souls that were lost and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is. You get one of those guys to appear with him or say something and send it out. And then everybody likes, yeah, sorry about that, dude. Too bad. But you got to start there because this, you know, nobody's watching TV. Nobody's seeing it. That woman on there, then they're watching this. The. Um, you have to go to Instagram or social or Facebook or something and say, look, I was tricky. So was everybody else. But I didn't I had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with that. But if you get one of those guys, they're all heroes. Mahomes or somebody else. Bang. It's over. Well, I think the only problem with that is whether or not they're willing to 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 go there, because I know if they know, do they that, risk, they risk something. I get it. I get it. But. Right. They're going to risk something. But how much do they give up? How much collateral do they actually have to expend compared to the other guy who's, you know, had his picture taken? And everybody's rushing around to try to get evidence. Oh, that's the guy. Is that the guy? I mean, I remember watching when that thing happened, that shooting happened just before we came on the air. That picture came up. It's like, doesn't look like that, really? Then you're like, "Eh, eh, I don't know. Doesn't fit the sort of the, the normal statistic that you expect to see when people are out there just, you know, shooting around at everybody. Well, that was that's my idea. Maybe yeah, I'll, I just I, I don't know. Uh, I Joe, just think that Joe, uh, friend, friend <laughs> Mahomes, on the power of Instagram, Joe and tell him that's what we want him to do. Done. Don't you then think they deserve to give equal time to some of the victims if they're going to give equal time to, or they're going to give time to this man who was a victim in a much different way? But don't you think then? people might be outraged and say, why don't you talk to the families of the people that got hurt? Why don't you talk I, to them? And you sort of open the floodgates. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have much sympathy on this guy. I do feel bad for him, and it's unfortunate that that you know people jump to conclusion. It reminds me of the mm-hmm. Boston bombing when everybody was like, oh, look at this guy. He looks suspicious. He's got a hat mm-hmm. on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, if he was not dispersing and he was drunk and, you know, like he, he kind of, you know, he, right. he should have moved. Okay. No, no bad ideas except for the one I just came up with. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jack and Spike had me on on Tuesday. Thank you, Andrew. Jack and Spike had me on on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they always send me a list of stuff they want to talk about. So here's one they had. How Americans define middle-class lifestyle and why they can't reach it. Several times picked this up from a poll from the Washington Post. Did you get a chance to take a look at it, Sherry? Yeah, I absolutely did. Uh Uh-huh. And? Well, I mean, they kind of come around to say that there are certain things that people define as middle class, a secure job. Mm -hmm. This is just like the top five, a secure job, ability to save money, afford an emergency expense and no debt. So that's that they, you know, really think are that those are sort of the the goals here. Right. Uh, That if you can get to that point, you're probably solidly middle class. Now, of course, there are people that are more upper middle class and they can do this and then some but that's sort of the basic is what they're what they're saying and Uh only a third of all people met all that all those criteria they they not everybody could do it okay my argument against that poll is it naturally taps into the negative aspects of people's view of the world and of their own life how many people have a secure job 
Um, quite a few people. Really? Secure? Uh, maybe if you work for the government. So in if you're going to use Do you that, have a secure job? Absolutely not. I don't not. have a secure job. No. No, not at all. Uh, people that are even these, you know, CEOs of giant companies, oops, sorry, gone, right? The turnover, I think, is every four years. One of them gets flipped out of there. So nobody has a. So do you have a secure job? Do you, no. The answer would be no on that one. How about medical expenses? Well, you know, something horrible could happen. You could have a certain percentage of it covered, but you cover the rest of it. So something horrible. So you're, again, you're tapping into the reptilian part of the brain, which always foresees the future to be negative because that's the way we're hardwired. So we exist. And so as secure job and medical and then debt, Every, people have debt, right? The average person has over 8000 or $11,000 on credit cards. They have a debt that's considered their house their mortgage is a debt as well but middle class people say the well, middle class is shrinking i said yeah absolutely you know why because people are moving up and out of the middle class you actually have people that are making more money so the the middle if you get a crayon and color it in it gets smaller because people move up and out they slide back down again but often they're sliding they're moving up from it here's an example so in 1967 if you took 2019 dollars we say a hundred thousand dollars that's we're going to use that. 1967, just 10% of people were making in 2019 dollars. Just 10% were making 100,000. Now, in 2019 dollars, 33% of people are making 100,000. That's households. See, that's the other part of the conversation. It's like, well, households. As Americans get older, they reach their highest revenue generating years. They move into their 50s. So you take a portion of the population, you age them, you have two people working and making money, the household income goes up. One person dies, household income goes down. So the numbers move all over the place, but the post trying to say, oh yeah, the middle class is dead, or hollowing out the middle class, or the fears of the middle class. People made more money, but thanks to Biden economics, they are now having less uh, power with their dollar because inflation has eaten away at so much of it. So. This just seemed to be like, oh, woe's me from the from the Washington Post. I, well, that they, was they, my take on it. Also, people are not entirely sure what uh, income classifies as middle class. So uh, in this study, I think it was Pew, Pew Research said mm-hmm. between 67,000 and 203,000, depending on where you live, because it, it, you know, obviously it's the cost of living. It, the cost of living is higher in certain places. That's what they consider to be middle class for right. a family of four, most believe that between seventy-five and a hundred thousand dollars—that's middle class for a family of four. So, what do you consider to be rich? They didn't uh, really say that. I mean, when you talk about the one percent or the whatever, I—I I don't know yeah. that they have um, numbers on on what that is. So, if you lived in California, you ready? Mm-hmm. And I gave you. <clears throat> You were making 1.5 million. Do you consider yourself rich? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I probably would, but it depends on where I live in California. If I live I'm in now, Los Angeles, so you make 1.5 million. Federal, state, Social Security, Medicare, state disability, total tax. You make 1.5 million. The government takes 740 thousand dollars away from you. So you're left with $758,000. So the government takes um, more than half. Mm. And you're like, Oof, that, okay, 
Wow. Yeah, I mean th- that's, but and that's how much you need to live there, probably. You, you, probably. You can't, so when people on like, oh, he is. makes a million dollars, and look at where he makes. What's the net? The net is always a story. That's always the thing. So right. <clears throat> the definition of a slave is somebody that works and receives no enumeration uh, for their work. It receives absolutely zero. So if the government is taking half, I guess that makes you half a slave. Mm. Mm. It's bad. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Put that in your book. All right? <laughs> Good luck with that. Heard it. Move on. on. <laughs> oh, oh, Joe. Really? Heard it. Move on. Put go. that in your book. There you go. Put it in your book. Oh, I don't care. Wow. They're all flying out. Thanks, Sherry. Uh, take my car to Bucky's Auto Service Centers first. They've got 16 locations. And then watch Cairo 7 because they've been around. Well, not, well, Bucky's been around for 53 years. He just can't plan my day accordingly. I'll just go to Bucky's. I'll just go to Bucky's Auto Service Centers and play it by ear. All right? Yeah. No, I think it's <laughs> probably a good idea. Got it. Navani, uh, the Russian hero who uh, mysteriously died there. Um, by the way, they're not going to release his body for two more weeks. And somebody said, yeah, they're waiting for the body to start to decompose. So you won't be able to do an autopsy and find the drugs that were in his system. His um, widow... Uh, had stuff up on X, formerly Twitter, and then it was suspended. And then, of course, everybody rushes in and says, oh, that's because Elon Musk is, you know, with Putin. And then they took it down, flagged it, uh, and then put it back up like an hour later or something like that. But it gave everybody enough time to go, oh, yeah, that's because Putin and Elon Musk are working together and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I said, look, we took it. We, I think they I don't know how many they look at, but they have human beings that look at some of these. And they looked at it and said, is this really it? Is Who is this? Could it be, you know, Russian disinformation or what is it? They flagged it. I think it was down for, what, an hour or something like that. And then they dumped it back up again. To the numbers yeah. I'd seen. And the accusations about Elon Musk are that he, of course, is in cahoots with Putin. He's praised Putin openly. Um, he ha- uh, Russia benefits from the Starlink satellite services, mm-hmm. and they think he's an apologist for him. But mm. this just seems like they wouldn't have put it back up. I mean, one thought is that it violated their their codes, you know, of whatever it is. But because she accused Putin directly of killing her husband, so but I, I don't think it's that because they put it back up. It's still there. Uh, X claims they don't. Uh, automate moderation in other territories depending on how they view the, her account, offering possible explanation theoretically if the FBK and Yula created it in Germany, they should have done automatic decisions. Okay, so, okay. Look, everybody wants to rush in and give Elon Musk a hard time. Yeah, I find entrepreneurs like Elon Musk uh, that move out of California because he can't stand the taxes and wants to set up in Texas and doesn't want to have the union in there. Yeah, he, he loves he loves communism. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you want to you want to drag somebody down, you know, say that it's like uh, the McCarthy year. Are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Do you know anyone? Have you ever conspired or spoken to anyone? You know, and then they would go after the big red scare that happened. The guy's like, well, I talked to him a couple times at a party. Oh, no further questions. Uh, you know, people got blacklisted on this sort of stuff. So they're trying to do the same thing. 
Because, of course, Donald Trump, don't forget, oh, God, yeah, Russian interference into the election and got Trump elected. Again, I'm going to tell you, Matt Taibbi's doing an unbelievable job. He spent two years on this story to see how the CIA started the whole Russian thing and kept all of that going. Get to his Substack, you can see it. I think they made it all free. It might be at Rebel or one of the other, Rumble or something. So you can even watch it if you don't want to read it. It's There's three parts. He's releasing it in three sections. So you can see how the United States government directly involved in the whole Russia hoax. Um, and he lays it out there. So if you want to talk about how Russia is involved, um, look at the um, look how the CIA gets involved as well. So that that's it on the story. The stuff's back up again. She's picking up the mantle left from her now uh, murdered husband. Mm-hmm. And Joe also mentioned after watching the documentary, and I saw a piece today on the Wall Street Journal. That guy, Navani, Navani, am I saying it correctly? I never say last names right. Navalny, I think. Navalny. Yes. And the name of the documentary is Navalny. Okay. And the name. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> How'd that happen? Who's on first? <laughs> these these baseball players have such unusual names. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend that to watch it. Oh, absolutely, especially now. I mean, it would have been compelling, you know, three weeks ago. But in light of what happened, it just makes it all that much more interesting. And you were talking about them keeping the body. Well, a big part of the documentary when he was poisoned, I, I wish I, I don't remember the chemical, but a specific Russian-used chemical that they manufacture there. When he was uh, when he was poisoned on the plane, and then they made the emergency landing, they did the same thing. They wouldn't release his body or let his wife anywhere near him for about I can't remember three or four days, and it's because they scrubbed every every inch of his body to get any trace of this chemical off because this one they actually put it in his underwear and oh. you know that's how it that's how he got it and so um, i would imagine there was there people have been speculating that because of the the bruising and the convulsion and the noises that it was probably the same uh, nerve agent so that, so i would imagine you know they're doing the same thing just scrubbing it clean it's the wall street journal said that the guy had a he was a very affable person had a unique sort of playful uh childlike sense of humor and you talked about that yesterday there's a point where he wanted to find out he made a bunch of crank phone calls to the guys that he thought had poisoned him and then the one guy told him the whole story as to what the poison was why it didn't work or whatever they talk about that in there and then just generally sort of this playful attitude that he even had knowing that he would most likely be killed by putin but he had sort of this, I guess if you could say carefree uh, part of his life that made him so likable for everybody. There are memorials that are being set up in Russia, um, public spots where people are leaving flowers and other things like that. And then immediately, as soon as they leave them, two masked men show up and pick up the flowers and throw them away. One guy was arrested by putting flowers there. They don't want any of that sort of stuff to happen. So, you know, when you're a bully and a murderer like Putin, you take out your um, your political enemies by murder. But if you want to take out your political enemies, you can tie them up in court and you can bankrupt them. That's a more sophisticated way of doing it. He might want to look into that. Well, 366 people have been arrested in 36 cities. I I'm kind of amazed that people would be brave enough to publicly honor him knowing what his fate was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just so if somebody puts down some flowers or something, they run over, grab them, and haul them away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess those are the ones that are inspired because if you don't do it, 
nobody does it. If you just want to sort of show that you're, you know, with the freedom movement there mm-hmm. in Russia. Well, and it's it's a large movement, and I was surprised by that um, because even you know when he was coming back from Germany, there was thousands and thousands of people at the airport waiting for him, his supporters. And they ended up diverted. They closed that airport and diverted the flight somewhere else where they could kind of quietly arrest them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, people. A lot, a large contingent of uh, Russian people are not scared to show support for this guy. I found that surprising. I, I was kind of under the impression that you know you you show any sign of being anti-Putin, you're basically getting thrown in the gulag. But people were willing, you know, if you think about the civil rights movement in the United States in the yeah. '60s, you're willing to go over the bridge, you're willing to face the German shepherds, you're willing to face the cannons and and the clubs, right? peacefully crossing that bridge knowing that what's waiting for you on the other side so that's part of it if you're willing to put yourself out there and bleed for the cause and these people obviously are and that's Um, why he came back to russia and i because we we kept asking you know he didn't have to he could have stayed in germany and probably at least lived a few more years and and had better protection but because those people were willing to stand there and show support in the face of of you know uh, criminal uh, you know, crime, being arrested or, or beaten right. or whatever, he knew those people were there waiting for him. So if he didn't come back, you know, he couldn't he couldn't inspire them in the way that he wanted to. The people that were arrested are facing about two weeks in jail, which, by Russian standards, isn't that awful. Yeah, but because usually, if they think it's treason of some sort, you're in for twenty years. They should be asked. They should say, "Please take me to Seattle." <laughs> I never see the inside of prison. If you Yet. could just uh, want to just send me to Seattle. <laughs> so much more I'd like, free. I'd like to open a store there and then have people <laughs> rob me every single day. That too is like torture for me. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, new act, no accents. Was that allowed in 2024? We still is that still going on? Uh, I I I haven't gotten the bulletin on that, so I'm going to say it's. Probably still in effect. Nobody told me that was a rule. Well, yes, oh, okay. because one time I was imitating <laughs> Sherry's, Sherry's mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yes. We both got, e- we both got emails. Uh, yeah, no more accents. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, we've that? broken that a couple. Of- oh, yeah, it was very funny, by the way. Thank you. I dragged you in on it, too. All right. We'll probably get an email right now. Let's see. Time we have. We can do this one. By the way, thanks, everybody. Look at everybody tuning, going over the Instagram page. Sherry, John and Sherry, spelling of Sherry's name, because she's so special. S-H-A-R-I. John and Sherry show, Instagram page, people over there watching. Well, this isn't fair. I mean, do a lot of good things for the community. I just happen to lose my temper and put teeny tiny in, a, in the free. Just, Nate could have stopped me. So that, part of that is Nate's problem. But um, <clears throat> let's see. Which one are you going to do? You want to do um, TikTok? Oh, it wasn't me. It was uh, Diane. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. You want to do Nate. Airbnb? Yeah, Airbnb. Let's do that. Airbnb. Let's see if I have sound on Airbnb. Is there any Airbnb? Uh, no. no sound. Sorry. No, but it's a- oh, hold on. No sound? 
Right, it's pretty easy to follow. Okay. So this guy books this big house for. Slow down, guy. Go ahead. Guy's got a book at a big house. No, he's booking this big house through Airbnb. He's telling the lady, I'm just going to have a low-key dinner party with some friends. Mm -hmm. So she says, that's great. They are very friendly and all of that. Well, then he adds a few other friends, and Uh she reminds them there is a no-party clause in this. You cannot have a party. It's like, no, 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 we're not going to have a party. Uh So she ends up charging him more because she counted more guests that he said you know, were there. So he refused to pay it. Um, mm-hmm. she wanted $960 in fees because of extra guests and because she says people reported them cursing and yelling in the parking lot. Okay. So the guy says, okay, let's review the video. Let's look at the, you know, the door cameras and all of that. And let's see what it is. Well, they found out that he had also been outside with another woman. Um. So when he still refused to pay, she made up a fake account sent that picture of him and the other woman to his wife and said, nice bag. I love your bag. Where'd you get it? I I have no idea what that means, but that was what she did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's a secret message in there. In, in the in the in the yeah. picture that she sent to the wife to show that her husband was with another woman, she said, "Nice bag. Where'd you get it?" Hmm. And he's okay. suing her now, of course, because he said it gave him, you know, this horrible emotional distress. Right, because now he had to explain to his wife why he was out there with a woman with a nice bag in the parking lot. Yes. Uh, Air and BB, Airbnb, Airbnb, it's like, it's like Biden. It's, it's we the people who wanted to rent the barn. And we asked a couple of probing, trenchant questions. And then the woman, the girl was honest. She goes, well, to be honest with you, it's a graduation party. We're all under the age of 21. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that, so would you leave that's with that? gonna go well. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, no, it's not nice. She was honest. She could have been like, "Oh no, you know, I'm, you know, however old they are, or whatever." Be like, "Oh my god, can you imagine that?" <laughs> yeah, and then you'd have to Poor babysit Rye. the whole thing. Poor Rye's got this. He's living with these five other guys every Saturday night. They have, Friday night said they have a rager, two hundred people. They bring a DJ in. I'll be down there. Okay, Nate, that'll be really weird. And then the guy lives right next door. It's a duplex. He's banging on the, hey, shut up in there. They're like, you shut up, old man. God, let me come on. I was like, I feel so sorry for that guy. And then the cops show up. It's like every weekend. Maybe he ought to start looking around for another place. Who? Right. Roller? (laughs) Yeah. I I thought you met the other guy. No, no, no. It's That's not his style. Yeah. The guy next door is going to come out. Say hello to my little friend! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. All over.